We are in Mem Gimel Amanala 43A4 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara now shifts uh, its discussion to discuss the laws of Avelos, to discuss the laws of mourning. And the reason why it's discussing this is because of Rabiosi. Rabiosi said in our Mishnah uh, that all women, they could do Arison, even within three months. They are allowed to become halachically engaged, which is similar to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah, that since engagement does not allow for marital relations, so therefore one could become halachically engaged within the first three months. However, Rabbi Yossi says, he argues and he says, this applies to all women unless uh, they are in avilus, they're in mourning over their husband. Their husband passed away, and during the Shloshim, for the first 30 days, they are not even allowed to become halachically engaged. That is the position of Rabbi Yossi. And we'll see in the Gemara that this is really not so simple. They will question this, and we'll see uh, whether this is actually true in the end of the day. But just before we even get to the Gemara, a little bit of a background. There are two different types of avelos, of mourning, uh, in halacha. There is avelos over the death of uh, an immediate family member, uh, which is what Rabiosi is referring to when the husband passes away. So then there's Shiva, and then there's Shloshim for the first 30 days, and then for parents, it's for Yudbeis Chodesh for a whole year. And that is one type of mourning. And then there's a second type of mourning, which is uh, mourning the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. That's And it's at its highest point is on Tishabav. Tishabav is the day in which we uh, remember and mourn for the over the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. And it's really not just Tishabav, the day of Tishabav itself, the ninth of Av, during the month of Av, but it's really, uh, at least from, from the Gemara standpoint, uh, the week of Tishabav, that entire week of Tishabav, uh, that also has specific laws of mourning associated with that. And there are other laws which are associated not just with the week of, but for really from the beginning of the month. So it's for nine days from the beginning of the month of Av until Tishabav, until the ninth of Av. There are also a set of laws that uh, deal with mourning and mourning over the destruction of the, of the base of Migdash. And so our Gemara is really going to be comparing the two. And we will see in the conclusion of the Gemara in the next recording how really these might be totally different. But at least at first glance, from the, from the initial stage of the Gemara, we are able to compare these two different types of mourning. And so the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, Amr of Chesakalva Chomer. Rav Chista says, Rabbi Yossi just said that there's a prohibition to, during Shloshim, right? During Shloshim, during the morning of an immediate relative, during Shloshim, one is not allowed to become get become halachically engaged. They're not allowed to get get engaged. Um, that was the position of Rabbi Yossi. So Rav Chista questions this, and he says, how could this be true? But if in a scenario where uh, it's forbidden to launder clothing, which we'll see that might exist during the week of Tishabav. It's forbidden to launder clothing, and yet during the week of Tishabav, one could become engaged. So during Shloshim, during the 30 days after a relative passes away, you are allowed to launder clothing that is permissible. So then certainly it would be permissible to become engaged. So again, just to repeat the logic here, uh, during the nine days, we're going to see during the week of the nine days, it is forbidden to launder clothing, and yet it's permissible to become engaged. So then the, the Rav Chista is saying, so then during Shloshim, during the actual period of Shloshim, over the, the morning of a, an immediate relative, um, so 
In that case, it is permissible to launder clothing. So if it's permissible to launder clothing, so then certainly it should be permissible to become engaged. After all, it's permissible to become engaged during the week of Tishabav itself. Uh, and so that is his question. So how could Rabiosi say that it's forbidden to become engaged during the Shloshim, during the first 30 days? We should have this Kavachomer. And so the Gemara just adds, Mahi, what's the source to say that you are not allowed to launder clothing during the week of the nine days, but it is permissible to become engaged? It's not. It's based on the following Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows. Shabbat Shachal Tishabab Besocha. The week of Tishabab, meaning from Sunday on until whenever Tishabab falls out, whether it's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it doesn't make a difference. From that Sunday on, the following laws apply. You are not allowed to get a haircut. You are not allowed to do laundry. There is an exception to this rule. Uh, on, for let's say, if Tisha falls out on a Friday, it would be permissible to do laundry on Thursday. Just because of the honor of Shabbos, it would be permissible on Thursday. But at the end of the day, this Mishnah says that you are not, in general, you're not allowed to do laundry the week of. But it also says, But the Brisa also says, there's another price which says that before this time, Ha'am mematen b'eskehem, milisum militim milivnos v'lintoa, umarsin avalokontin v'enosin sudas erisin. The following rules apply, and it says before the time of Tishbab. At this at this stage of the Gemara, we're assuming that this means during the week of Tishbab, from that Sunday to whenever Tishbab falls out, that you're really supposed to limit and refrain from business. According to many opinions, this means doesn't mean just any form of business, but business which provides happiness and pleasure. Um, and you're not supposed to build and plant because that also provides a certain amount of pleasure. Uh, but however, the main point here is that it says you are allowed to become engaged. It is permissible. You're not allowed to get married, halakhically married. You're allowed to have a halakhic engagement. You cannot have a big meal. You're not allowed to have a suda, make a, celebra- a celebratory feast. But you are allowed to become halakhically engaged. Um, even though during that same period, you are not allowed to do laundry. So then this is the source for the Kavachomer of Rav Chista, the question of Rav Chista to say, well, during Shloshim we know that you are allowed to do laundry, so then certainly you should be allowed to become engaged. So the Gemara says no. The Gemara says, hold on, Kitanya hi kodem de kodem. No, it's not true. The Brisa which said that you're allowed to become engaged, it wasn't referring to the week of Tishbah, from that Sunday until whenever Tishbah falls out. It was referring to the time period before that of the beginning of the nine days of when, when it, Rosh Chodesh begins, when it's the beginning of the month. It was saying during that time period, you're allowed to become engaged. But maybe really it's true, says the Gemara, that maybe during the, the week of, you are not allowed to become engaged. Maybe that's true. You're not allowed to become engaged during the week of, just like you're not allowed to do laundry, you're also not allowed to become engaged. And so therefore, we can't apply uh, this Kalvachomer of Rav Chista, this, this logical argument of Rav Chista to say that, oh, it, if during the week of Tisha B'Av, it's, it's forbidden to do laundry, and yet you're allowed to become engaged. So then during Shloshim, where it's permissible to do laundry, so then certainly it should be permissible to become engaged. No, that logic should not apply, because at this stage of the Gemara, we're saying that no, even during the week of, you are not allowed to become engaged. Just like you're not allowed to do laundry, you cannot uh, get engaged. So his whole the, his whole logical argument falls apart. However, the Gemara says, slow down. But we can still make the following argument. Amar Rava, Rava says, so let's just forget about the week of Tishbab. Let's refer just to the beginning, the beginning of the nine days, from the beginning of the month of Av. We could say as follows. We said that from the beginning of the nine days, you are not allowed to be involved in business. 
in, sort of, in some sort of business and transactions. According to some, it's specifically in the context of simcha, of providing happiness. But you're not allowed to do that, and yet you are allowed to become engaged. That's clear. That uh, from the beginning of the nine days, you're allowed to become engaged. So then, during the shloshim, during the actual shloshim, over the after the death of a relative, so there we say you are allowed to do business. So then, certainly you should be allowed to become engaged. So we sort of shifted the question. Originally, the question had to do with laundry, but now we sort of rejected that logical argument, and now we say, well, you still have a logical argument based on the fact that it's forbidden during the beginning of the nine days to. Uh, do business, and yet you're allowed to become engaged. So then certainly during Shloshim, after the death of a relative, where it is forbidden, where it's permissible, sorry, to do business, so then certainly it should be permissible to be, to get engaged. That's the question. So the Gemara answers as follows. So it's a strong question. And Rabbi why does Rabbi say you're not allowed to become engaged within the first month, within uh, the first 30 days, really should be allowed to. Just like you're allowed to do business, you should be allowed to get engaged. So the Gemara says as follows. You're right. Lo tamed Rabbi Omar kol anashim yisarsu. We have to sort of change Rabbi Yossi's statement. Rabbi Yossi was not saying that Kol Hanashim is Arsu, that all women are allowed to become engaged. Because that's not because then the implication would be that when it's a case of where she's a widow, so then she's not allowed to become engaged during the Shoshim, and we just said that that's not true. Ela'ema Kol Hanashim Yinasu. Rather, read it as all women are allowed to get married. He was discussing marriage. He was really discussing marriage. And what this means then, we have to now analyze Rabiosi. So we have to take a step back and analyze Rabiosi. Rabiosi was saying that all women could get married right away, within three months, after uh, they were no longer married. Whether it was by death or by, uh, or, or by divorce, they are allowed to remarry within the first three months. Rabiosi adds, however, for the first month, if it's after a death of the husband, so then you have to wait. That everyone agrees to. Everyone agrees that you would uh, you would have to wait because in order to get married, everyone agrees you're not allowed to get married within the first 30 days. Uh, so he says you would have to wait a month, but the implication is that you would be allowed to get married after that first month and even before that first month if it was, if it was a divorce. Uh, so the Gemara asks, I understand, but I understand, Rubiosi, he doesn't hold to the principle that we've been discussing this entire time. Uh, for the past week or so, we've been discussing this principle that you need to have chana. You need to have a three-month you need to wait three months in order to get married so that we know who the father is. But Rabiosi just said, because we made this change and said it wasn't about engagement, but it's really about marriage, according to Rabiosi, what comes out is that you could have somebody who was married, a woman was married, then she gets divorced, and then she can get married right away. And we don't know who the father is. It, could lead to, it potentially could lead to a situation where we don't know who the father is. Uh, so how could, uh, could Rabiosi not hold to this principle? So the Gemara says, well, Two ways, two ways to answer this. Answer number one, maybe it's true. Maybe Rabiosi does not hold to this principle. We assume that this was such an obvious idea that you would have to wait three months uh, in order to, because we have to know who the father is. No, Rabiosi doesn't doesn't follow this position. Rabiosi holds that they can get married right away, even if they were married beforehand, even not even if they weren't engaged. They, they were married beforehand, they're allowed to get married right away. Within the first three months, the only exception is if... Uh, if she is a widow, so then she has to wait after Shloshim because you're not allowed to get married during Shloshim. Uh, but other than that, she's, she would be allowed to get married within the first three months. And he does not; he's not concerned for uh, this idea of Havchana, of waiting three months so that we know who the father is. Alternatively, answer number two to explain Rabiosi, and the Gemara will discuss this uh, for in the next couple of lines, the second approach is to say, Really, Rabiosi does 
hold of this concept of Avchana, of waiting three months. But what was Rabiosi referring to? Rabiosi in the Mishnah, he was only referring to the case where she was in the first relationship, it was only an engagement. And this is something we've discussed in the past. Since in the first relationship, it was only an engagement, so they didn't have any marital relations. That's only allowed after the actual marriage. Uh, and so therefore, there's no concern of not knowing where, who the child came from. Because if she only had a halachic engagement, and then she got divorced... So then we say, you're allowed to marry. You can, she could actually get married right away within the first three months. And there's no concern that we won't know who the father is because she was not allowed to have marital relations in the first engagement, in that first relationship. So when the first relationship was an engagement, so then Rabiosi is of the opinion, not everybody is of this opinion. Uh, the Tanakam and the Mishnah was not of this opinion. They said that there's a rule across the board, you always have to wait three months. Uh, but Rabiosi and Rabbi Yehuda, they were both of the opinion that no, since... In that first relationship, it was only an engagement and nothing, there was no matter of relations, so then it's clear that the child, the baby, would be from the second relationship, so therefore you're allowed to get married, even within the first three months. That's the position of Rabiosi. So when Rabiosi said in the mission that you're allowed to get married, it's only under a very limited circumstance. It's only when the first relationship was a halakhic engagement. If they were actually married... So then he would agree you would have to wait three months. But if it was a halakhic engagement, so that's what Rabiosi is saying. When it's a halakhic engagement, essentially Rabiosi is saying you're allowed to get married within the first three months. Except, except if the engagement uh, was severed because the husband passed away. Because if the husband passes away, so then you're not allowed to get married within the first 30 days. It's forbidden to get married within uh, the first 30 days because of the mourning of, of Shloshim. Okay. That is what the Gemara says. The Gemara then says, If this is true, so then there's absolutely no difference between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda agrees that you're not allowed to get married. Nobody's allowed to get married during Shloshim. During the, the morning period of Shloshim, nobody's allowed to get married. That Rabbi Yehuda agrees to. So he agrees to Rabbi Yossi with regards to that. And they both also agree that if the first relationship was as an engagement, then you are allowed to get married within the first three, three months. And so they agree on everything. So what do they argue about? So the Gemara says, no, this is how, this is how we can explain what they argue about. So now this is a little nuanced. Uh, but in the scenario that we just mentioned where they were in the first relationship was just an engagement, everybody agrees that they're allowed to get married within the first three months because the child is clearly from the second marriage. Where do they argue, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi? They argue in the following scenario where it's flipped. Not about flipped, but the, the cases where uh, the, in the first relationship it was a marriage. It was a marriage within the first relationship. So Rabbi Yehud is of the opinion, well, at least they can become engaged within the first three months. Because if they become engaged, they're not going to have marital relations. They'll get married after three months, but they'll, they'll become engaged within the first three months. And that's not a problem. And we'll know if they have a baby. It's clear that it's from the first marriage because they weren't allowed to have marital relations in the second relationship where it was just an engagement. Rabbi Yossi argues on that. Rabbi Yossi says no. He says in that scenario where the first relationship was a marriage, we're concerned if we allow an engagement... So then it's just one quick step to marriage. And we're concerned. We're not going to allow the engagement within the first three months because if they become engaged within the first three months, so then they'll also lead to marriage within the first three months. If, if there's marriage within the first three months, so then that's a problem because then we really don't know who the father is because it could be from the first marriage or it could be from the second marriage. So Rabiosi agrees that if the first relationship was an engagement, then they're allowed to get married within the first three months. But if the first relationship was a marriage, he argues in Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that you're not even allowed to get engaged. Why not? Because it might lead to marriage right away. Uh, it's very easy to, that people will get confused, and then they'll just get married within the first three months 
as well. Uh, so the Gemara now asks as follows. Let's see a few more lines of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Is it really true that Rabbi Yossi is of this opinion? Does Rabbi Yossi really hold uh, that if they were in the first relationship they were married that they're not allowed to become engaged? But we have the following Brisa, and this Brisa seems very similar to our Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi says, so All women are allowed to become engaged. Exactly what Rabbi Yossi says, except for uh, the widow, who has to wait 30 days. They have to wait 30 days. Again, at this stage in the, in the Brisa, it sounds like it's talking about engagement, not marriage, which the Gemara will address in a second. But it says, The second half of this Brisa is that nobody is allowed to get married until they wait three months. That's what Rabbi Yossi says. You're not allowed to get married until you wait three months. So the Gemara says, Hi, my kusha. Now, when they're asking a question, we haven't really explained what the question is yet, but when they're asking a question, which part of the brisa are they asking on? The question is essentially as follows. We read a lot there, but the question is essentially as follows. Rabiosi in this Brisa says two statements. Statement number one is that all women are allowed to become engaged, um, except for the widow, who has to wait a month. So the Gemara says, that doesn't prove to us that Rabiosi holds that you're allowed to become engaged, um, that, let's say, in the first relationship as a marriage, that you're allowed to become engaged, because in our mission, Rabiosi said the same thing, and we went, we just went through this whole discussion, that it, you can't, it can't be that he's referring to engagement, because... Uh, you're allowed to get engaged within the first 30 days, even even after, even after if she's a widow, even if it's mo- she's mourning and there's shloshim, she's allowed to become engaged. So rather, the first statement of the Mishnah and the first statement of the Brisa, we have to change. We have to change to say that all women are allowed to get married. And so that's how we explained it. All women are allowed to get married. So this can't prove to us anything about Rabiosi, about becoming engaged within the first three months after being married. So rather, the proof is coming from the second part of the Brisa. What does it say in the second part of the Brisa? It says that all women are not allowed to get married until they wait three months. It says they're only not allowed to get married within until they wait three months. The implication is that they would be allowed to become halakhically engaged. He only was talking about marriage. But the implication is he would be able to become halakhically engaged. In which scenario, so seemingly even in a scenario where there was, a, in the first relationship, it was a marriage. And he's saying that in the second relationship, you are allowed to become halakhically engaged even within the first three months. Because he said you only have to wait to get married after three months, but you are allowed to become halakhically engaged. So now this really poses a problem because we just said that according to Rabiosi, that Rabiosi argues in review who then holds that if in the first relationship it's a marriage, Rabiosi says you still are not allowed to get engaged within the first three months because it might lead to marriage within the first three months. Rabiosi argues and says, no, you are allowed to become halakhically engaged within the first three months. But we just have the Brisa here that says, according to Rabiosi, that at least according to the second half of the, of the Brisa, the implication is that you are allowed to become halakhically engaged, even after a relationship of a marriage. So that is the question on Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara quickly answers, and then we'll conclude. Amar Rava, Mahachi. Rava says, okay, we have to change the, the language of this b'risa. We have to say as follows. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Kol HaRusos, Grushos, Sinasu. Chutz Mena Amana, Abnei Evil, Bekam Evil, Shalash, Shalash, Shemyo. He says we basically have to change the language to say what we want it to mean, which is that Rabbi Yossi holds that if 
they were married in the first relationship, you are not allowed to become halachically engaged in within the first three months. Then that's the position of Rabbi Yossi. Okay, we'll stop with the Gemara here, but just to, uh, as a quick review. Uh, basically, essentially, the Gemara just said a few points. Point number one is that we cannot say, according to Rabbi Yossi, that uh, somebody who is halachically engaged and then their husband passes away, um, sorry, that, that in... in uh, if there's shloshim, if somebody's mourning during shloshim, that we do not allow for a halachic engagement, that's not true. We do allow for a halachic engagement. We don't allow for a marriage, but we do allow for a halachic engagement. That's point number one. And then point number two is that within Rabiosi, now how he how to read Rabiosi in the Mishnah, we have to change things around because of that. And so either Rabiosi uh, doesn't hold of this entire concept of Afghan, of waiting three months, he just doesn't hold of it entirely. He holds that really... Uh, if there was, even if there was a marriage in the first relationship, she could get married again within the first three months. He doesn't hold to the concept at all. That's, that was one option that was presented. Alternatively, the second option is to say that, no, he really does hold to this principle of Havchana, that you have to wait three months. However, he says that if they're only engaged in the first relationship, so then you're allowed to get married right away uh, because uh, there's no concern. The baby is clearly from the second marriage because an engagement, you're not allowed to have marital relations. But Rabiosi is also he, he but, but what Rabiosi argues in Rabbi Yehuda is that if the first relationship was a marriage, Rabiosi is of the opinion that you are not allowed to become halachically engaged within the first few months because if we allow it, so then we will, then people will also come to get married, and that will cause a problem because then they'll get married within the first few months and that would uh, cause a problem. We won't know who the father is. Okay, so that is a basic summary of of uh, of today's Gemara, and we'll continue with this Gemara and some interesting discussions about. Uh, the laws of mourning, both for the base of Migdash and for uh, a relative, in the coming in the coming Gemara.